Welcome to Cancelled. We're back. We are plowing through. This is going to be episode three and four of Vinyl. Back <laughs> with me after a rough set and a few drinks. Lisa <laughs> Friedrichs here. How you oh, doing, Lisa? Man. I'm feeling wild, baby. <laughs> you are. You actually seem legitimately drunk as opposed to Richie Finestra, who can never pull off drunk. Yeah, and the thing is, I only had three drinks. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, like, I don't even know if, if um, I forget his name now, the actual actor. Oh, yeah, Bobby. Yeah, like, is, is Bobby straight edge? I got questions. I, yeah, I got a lot of questions. Mostly, how the fuck this became a show in the first place. Uh, episode three, let's just get into it. Oh, oh, the first thing in episode three is the Jewish word for black person. <laughs> Schwarzenegger. Yeah, 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 yeah. What yeah. the hell? Uh, I don't know. That I'm threw not, me off. I'm not sure what was happening. Um, that band that that they're like at a thing, and it's like, I want you so bad, so so bad, oh, or whatever that fucking God. terrible song is. Well, I know, was like, you should just sign this band because it's better than most of the things you have. Yeah, but I was also thinking like, oh, well, you know, if I was at a thing and people were doing like '80s covers, right? Because like it's sure. the '70s, so like they're doing '50s covers. Yeah, so right. it's like. If I was at a thing and they were doing 80s covers, I'd probably be like, well, okay. Yeah, so I was yeah, like, yeah. Oh, is that, has, this, has, that, has it been always like two decades and you're fine? Like, is that the thing? <laughs> it's like, like right now, if it's like 90s music, is that like fun? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, just, I, think, I think you're right. I think that's exactly what he was going for. I didn't really catch up. I didn't really catch that at the time. I was just, I'm so disinterested in everything Richie Finestra <laughs> related. It's so bad. That I'm trying to find like other things I enjoy about the show that aren't the main storylines. Yeah. Because they're very boring. Was that band and excuse me because I have been drinking. <laughs> was that band at like the roast thing? Yeah. That- and also why was that a roast? I don't and know. that guy wasn't bad. But uh, he's also not a co- I mean he's a as the actor we know is a comic but sure. like the character is just another record executive. Yeah. But he's just up there fucking throwing out zingers. Throwing out zingers, man. And, like, I love Ken Marino. Sure, he's great. I used to hate him. Oh, yeah? So, Why this is, like... hate him? There was, like, a... You know, we had a thing. <laughs> no, I don't know. I just, I, I used to just be like, oh, he's just the dumb guy in the thing. But right. then I saw a lot of other stuff he was in. I was like, oh, no, he's like a genius and really sweet and good. And right. kind. Like, I saw him in a party down. And I sure. was like, oh, he's there he is, like, being a slob. And yeah, being, yeah, yeah, uh, There yeah. we go. But yeah, him in this, like, he's like the roast master of all of 70s rock and roll. <laughs> that was such a weird... Situate like so he he like burns Richie Vanestra, uh, which by the way I can never say just Richie. I always say his full name for some reason because it's burned into your brain. Because that's how they say it in the show. Yeah, that's also true. People say his full name a lot. Uh, but so they burn. He he zings him a couple times. The one when he says to him is like not even funny. No. He's just like oh, so your label's falling apart and you were gonna sell, but then you didn't. That sucks. Like there's no joke yeah, there. It's like it was almost like in case you forgot the catch up from the beginning yeah, of this episode. Exactly what that felt like. Though what I did like though was uh, 
when he runs into him in the bathroom or whatever and he's mad and he's like, what the shit what was that all about? And that PR lady was like, <laughs> she said something and he's like, hey, watch yourself. She's like, or what? Are you going to hit me? I'll cut your fucking balls off. I yeah. was like, good for you. I yeah. like this lady. She reminds me of like what Natasha Leggero's mom might have been like in the <laughs> 70s. <laughs> like she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah brassy and, and big. And yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, I don't know. Uh, my, it's like I said, I don't like the show. No, it's bad. And it's a bad show. I, but I'm trying to get through it by finding some stuff to like. Because mm-hmm. like the main storylines, him and his wife, boring, couldn't give a fuck less. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, I did like how she grabbed that glass of wine, stared him down, and drank the whole thing. That was... That was pretty good. She had a couple dumb. moments. Yeah. But like, overall, the actual story, it's like, oh, you... Like, I, we can jump around between episodes, but, like, you're, like, trying to support a dance troupe or something, and and he's not giving you the money. I don't care. I don't. I'm bored. Get back to the murder and the drugs. Yeah. Something interesting. Yeah. And even the murder is not even that goddamn interesting. He's just not. We're just not dealing with it. Yeah. We are not dealing with that murder. Um, I will say that. So, the things that I liked. I could watch 45. If this episode was 45 minutes long and it was just the band. It, it was just the four guys in the office listing names of bands, and then Richie Finesse being like, fuck them, cut them, and then just like one after the other for 45 minutes. That sequence made me laugh so hard for oh, yeah. no reason. Oh, yeah. Because it was like the Lollipop Sisters, and he's like, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then uh, the other thing, again, and it's a continuing oh, and then, thing. Like them fighting to keep Robert Goulet or whatever. I like, love. Uh, but yeah. why is but here's what I, here's the thing that's going to continue to be an issue for me on this show. They have real musicians and then made up ones for the show, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But why, if you're going to have real musicians not played by the real musician, mm-hmm. then just make these characters real characters as opposed to like whoever the fuck the nasty bits are supposed to be. Just let right. them be the band you want them to be. Like Hannibal in the next episode. He could just be Bootsy Collins, man. There's yeah. no reason for him not to be. Oh, I or Sly or whoever the fuck they were trying to meld together yeah. to make Hannibal no person. Who sings a uh, uh, Pusher Man? Oh, Curtis Mayfield. Yeah. yeah so yeah, I've yeah. always thought of him as like Sly and Curtis Mayfield had a baby and sure. it's Hannibal. That hair is the worst fucking it's thing I've ever so, seen in my life. Like no one did. Come on. <laughs> Um, it's offense. That hair is racist. That hair is very racist. Uh, but like, there's also like some interesting things happening. I like that they, uh, the like, they keep going back to that DJ to Cool Herc to like, mm-hmm, like the little mm-hmm. bit of that hip hop thing. That's kind of interesting. Uh, I did laugh very, very hard when that Clark or I think his name is one of the A and R guys. He's like has to watch those two guys re-record that song or whatever mm-hmm. and it's just terrible bland oh yeah just the whitest horse shit and the guy's like like he, he fucking bumps the microphone or whatever and he's like oh it's a really good take it had a recklessness to it <laughs> i laughed yeah. really hard at that line yeah um there's some funny parts man but it is like the funny parts happen once every other episode <laughs> <laughs> i mean we can jump into some like the writing doesn't make any sense. No. So, like, uh, it's the just- guy that he murdered Andrew Dice Clay with comes to visit him in the office, right? Yes. And he uh, and he just rubs immediately. And, that guy, and Andrew Dice Clay's uh, name was Buck. And he's like, you've been getting hard to find. Uh, you're like one of those animals people hunt with the antlers. And he goes, a deer? And he goes, no, a buck. And so you're just here to rub, like, why? 
If you guys are supposed to be in this together, I don't understand why you're just bringing up a murder what? to be a dick. Yeah. It's crazy. It's so, like, the writing makes no sense. He also continues to say shit in that conversation that is, like, I don't... At one point, he tells... uh He's got that girl with him because he's like, she's a singer. She's got a great. You got to listen to her tape. She's got the voice of a gazelle. Is that a compliment? No, I don't like know. A gazelle tell, I don't know. Yeah. Like that's the only noise I've ever heard a gazelle make because it's then, been murdered. But then also afterwards, as she, after she's left, he's like leans in and he's like, she can fuck like a fucking dolphin. Is that good fucking? Like, I don't understand. I guess because she gets pleasure out of it and dolphins are the only other. I don't know. I don't know. It's just a weird... Why is everything an animal maybe metaphor? That guy, maybe that guy fucks a lot of animals. Like, maybe that's like the underlying storyline is like, oh, and also this guy. I think it Real might animal be. fucker. <laughs> it's the only thing that makes sense. Uh, unlike Alice Cooper. Oh, so... That took up most of the 45 minutes. Alice Cooper's storyline takes up most of this episode. It is clearly just because someone heard Alice Cooper tell a story that was similar to this. Uh-huh. And they were like, we can put that in a show. And here's an episode. And I don't care at all. Right. I like Alice Cooper, but I would watch, I, I would just rather watch an Alice Cooper documentary. Exactly. So, like, this to me was like, oh, man, uh, fucking... Meg Ryan's son is getting his comeuppance, baby. Right, right, right. Because at first you're like, and I, I it's so weird because I don't remember that storyline at all. <laughs> and the first time I watched, watched it, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, oh, this is fucked up. And then, um, uh, cause like they, they like put him through the ringer, man. And he like at some point has eye makeup on, like he just like falls into it and he's doing every, like he is doing literally everything except for sucking this guy's dick. Right, right, right. And like it, it's so, it, it's almost like almost famous where it's like well, whoa yeah like i'll do anything to hang yeah, out right, with you right. guys but it but it's also like dirty because he's trying to get something out of it instead of just the love of it right and so when he gets when he gets it all thrown in his face i was like hey, 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 yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's I, something going on with that car- with clark that I don't, I can't put my finger on a hundred percent. Meg Ryan's son. I don't know if that's you said it about him. the guy who goes with yeah, yeah, Al yeah. Cooper. Um, I didn't know that was Meg Ryan's son. He's a Meg Ryan. Uh, uh, Kurt Dennis, Russell, Dennis Quaid. Oh, Kurt Russell's with Goldie Hawn. Goldie Hawn, right, right, right. Um, they're all the same people. They're all like, if you put them in a lineup, it's yeah, like, yeah, 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 white. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but it, it happens again in the, like. They try, they're trying to do something with that character where they're making him, like, kind of manipulative. But he's so goofy that it yeah. it doesn't read right. Like, yeah. in the next episode, at one point, he goes to the black A&R guy and kind of, like, to undermine him, goes like, oh, did you get, like, a... Didn't you find any black acts? Because he had booked, like, a white rock band or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, I found someone I just didn't like. Him. This guy's, like... maybe, And he kind of convinces him that... The label wants him there to get R and B and funk acts. Yeah, just to kind of under. But like, it seems like if a like another character, another actor playing it would have got that manipulative thing across. Where he does it, it seems like he's doing it by accident. Like it's he's almost like he's like, no, excuse me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the way I believe this is supposed to play out, like it's just uh, like, and it's the thing is like they try to make every character fucked up. 
Right. And it's like, well, some of them can't be. Or else yeah, the other ones don't a, look fucked up. Somebody's got to be an accountant at some point. Yeah. But yeah, you need something to play against, for sure. And also, I will say this about him, everyone trying to be fucked up. What happened to him being fucked up? Yeah. He's barely done. Like, in this episode, he does, like, a, he has, like, a drink, and he does a little bit of coke, and that is it. Yeah. And he also, like, doesn't act particularly fucked up, other than he's a little manic in that meeting. But, like, he's not the, like... The whole point is supposed to be he's, like, devolving back into this crazy drug addict. And it's, but his wife, and they're just like, I guess it's fine. Like, I don't know. There's like yeah. this, it feels like there's no stakes. Yeah, so we're back on Richie. Sure. Yeah, yeah, Richie. For so, sure. yeah, he, like, he's so, like, like, that second episode was, like, him, like, doing the kung fu fighting and all that. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, third episode, he's just, like... Yeah, I mean, like, a party, but I'm going to get shit done. Right. And it's like, no, 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 no. No, we don't want it that. No, we want, one we, or the other. Please. Can we just... I, but then also, everything is like... It's just so bland. It's, it's so bland. It's so bland. They have a fight about fucking money or something. I don't know. Him and the wife have oh, some yeah. shitty... Ar- oh, see, because he he's supposed to give her money for the, yeah. the charity she thing. she was like, you said nothing would change, Richie. Right. <laughs> oh, bitch. And, uh... They're having a very mild fight. Yeah. They're kind of raising their voices, but nothing much is happening. And then suddenly the little it's like, Mommy and the little girl is there all sad watching mommy and daddy fight. And it's like, bitch, if you like if that is gonna ruin your childhood, that fight yeah. is gonna like, like you, come heaven on. Heaven forbid you see some of my fucking fights that my parents had. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, you need to sit down, no, little you girl. Yeah, you'd be in a puddle <laughs> of piss right now if this is waking you up. Uh as weird as that show, as weird as all that Alice Cooper stuff was, it was at least funny. Yeah. Uh, or entertaining. Like, the snake thing was good. Whoever, whoever played Alice Cooper, I think, like, put a different kind of spin on it. Right. Like, I don't know how Alice Cooper is as a person, but I would like to think he's, like, how that character portrayed him. Because he was right. just kind of like, yeah, man, like, we're going to fuck around for a little bit. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah, at yeah. the end, I'm going to cut your balls off. <laughs> I'm like, I respect that. For sure. Um... I like – it's funny because there is stuff in this show that I do genuinely like. I like the nasty bit stuff. Yeah. And the stuff with her um, – I don't know her name, but the female the – well, she's not an a and She's like Curly. Secretary we'll call her Curly. We'll call her Curly. That sounds about right. <laughs> Curly Sue. I like Curly Sue and uh, Julian working with the nasty bits. Yeah. That interaction and, like, the way she's able to still – like she knows how to play the politics. Yeah. Like when when he's con- like he's making them play the fucking kink song, and uh, Richie sees them and is like, "What the fuck is this?" Whereas a band I yeah. saw, that's not what I like. She's smart and plays it like it's my fault. I told them like, they needed to clean up to be on the radio. Don't yell at Julian or whatever. Knowing that Richie fucking knows better, like knowing that Richie knows she's lying. Yeah. But she's able to lie for Julian so that she gets Julian on her side and fucking has Rich on her side. Yep. All that shit was really well she's done. She's the smartest character in the entire show so far. Oh, yeah. Uh, By like, far. Yeah. Like, and well, even when they're doing the practicing and she's like, this isn't who they are. You're taking away who they are. And he's right. like, why don't you go get us a sandwich or something or whatever? He's, he like sends her on an errand. Yeah, yeah. She, she just, tells sits there yeah, and yeah. i was like that's the best acting in this entire fucking show <laughs> is her just sitting there being like i'm not gonna do what you told me but like you're fucking this up right 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 like that to me i was like yeah bitch get it like yeah. that's tight yeah, and then she- yeah at the end when she's like she's like i did this i was like why is she doing that and i was like oh because yeah because she knows julia she knows richie knows who the fuck did this to them Rich- julia was yeah. in charge 
she he knows that she liked what she liked about that band, but now she gets to look like she's taking the blame in front of Julian, so Julian likes her. Yep. And it's really well that whole that sequence was really well played. And then there's like I I literally at one point I wrote a note here. I was getting so bored with this show that I just was walking in place while I was watching it to get my steps for my Fitbit. So I was just like, I'll do this hey, for a while. The show is good for that. <laughs> it's something. Um But uh what was I All right. So yeah, so I'm walking to place. Then they are rehearsing and that like woman shows up with that guy. I'm assuming it's going to turn out to be her mother. Oh, yeah. Um, but for a split second, because I wasn't really paying attention and like that guy's reacting, that guy's like yelling at them or whatever. And then that woman's just sort of off in the back, real stern and the, the, everyone's real scared. And I was like, for a split second, I was like, is she a ghost? Yeah. For a split second, I really thought that woman was a ghost. Uh, you were high on working out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, because like she wasn't speaking and then she just sort of like silently turns sideways and walks across yeah. the room. And I was like, this, well, I what, would not put a, this show above having a ghost out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the woman she lives with. No, it was a different, the woman she lived with was like, didn't have an accent. She was kind of blonde. The, one, the aunt or whatever that was on the couch. I think that's the same woman. No, I don't think so. Because she didn't have the accent. This was like a Germanish accent where she was like, yeah, some thugs with guns and a, and a blonde yeah. prostitute. Yeah. Which I was like, what the fuck? But I, th- I'm, I think that this is going to turn out to be the mom that she was avoiding. That she told the other woman to be like, oh, hey, uh, you know, please let me stay here. Don't call my mom. I just yeah. need another couple weeks or whatever. Keep her on the DL. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, yeah. That was crazy. Cause she was like, we need to go. We need to go now. We need to go now. And then Julie's like, I thought you said this was okay. And she's like, well, it's not. Like, even then right. she wasn't like, oh, I'm sorry. No, I mean, I'm so she, she was like, no, no it's not. Get your shit. Not. Gotta go. Yeah, yeah. 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 I was like, oh, powerful woman. Yeah, I like that. And she's got like hustle about her. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's, uh, she is to, by far to me the most interesting part of this show. I do also like uh, that they're doing more with the with the old. With the, he's not super old, but the black guy who got his throat fucked up. Yeah, the singer. I like when they bring him in. Man, that was some emotional shit. Yeah, like when he's playing that for him, or when he plays it by himself, yeah, yeah, and then he yeah. try, and then you just see that visual of him sitting there with the guitar trying to sing it, and he has to whisper it. I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. man, like that got me. More this time than it like the first time sure, I was like sure, sure. I don't even remember Alice Cooper being a thing, but like, <laughs> but like that I was like man like that's that's good yeah I enjoyed that very much those and are like, the only two characters I give a fuck about though and I also felt like it was the first time for me anyway that they re- other than maybe the early New York Dolls performance that the that one of those music scenes was effective. Yeah, because they have a ton of these like weird cutaways and whatever, and they have that whole sequence with him where like he can sing, like like you said, like he starts, he has to whisper, but then he can he can sing again, and it's like obviously a, a dream, not a dream, but yeah. like, a, like a fantasy sequence, and he can sing again, and he's like the whip, like his wife and kid or whatever, all that shit, and it was like, and then it cuts back to him fucking yeah. whispering. I was like, this is see, this is what you could have been doing all the time with these musical moments, yeah. as opposed to just having like spectacle for the for the sake of spectacle for someone to jerk off to, yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like that—that that was like, oh, this is a show. This is something I'm supposed to care about, right? As opposed, yeah, as a, definitely as opposed to like, hey, we're in the basement of the fucking Astrodome. <laughs> I will also say, for fuck's sake, so the so the nasty bits go. They have their show. They're playing the Kinks. Nobody gives a fuck. And then she walks up and like smashes the bottle and fucking tells that the sting that's fucking up. Shit. She stole fuck. someone else's bottle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, man, yeah. That bitch. She's a badass. Uh, so she smashes them. It's like, hey, sing the fucking song. They start ripping. Music's pretty good. 
Yeah. I don't understand why they need to cut to so many slow-mo shots of the audience. You know what's actually kind of fun? Energy. Yeah. The frenetic energy of that punk rock song that they're playing maybe doesn't need to have just slow-mo cuts of people's hair moving every five seconds. And that's the thing is, like, if you're trying to capture, like, what music is or was or whatever, like... What the fuck are you doing with that shit? <laughs> yeah, it and they do it sense. so much. Constantly. They do it so much. Even with like some of the slow songs, they'll show you like some high energy shit. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. no, no, that's not. Uh, yeah, that was what. But I. But that being said, I did actually enjoy that band. And yeah. it's, I actually kind of give a fuck about them now. I yeah. didn't care before, but now that like, and I think it's mostly because they're working with Curly Sue so much. Yeah, that I'm into that story. But now. also, like, I noticed that if you listen to their music in like the first couple, right. and then you listen to them now, like even like the whatever Julie made them do, yeah, 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 has they've got fixed. Them, yeah, for sure. Yeah, like now they have like a thing. They've made them more of a band. Yeah, yeah for sure. And I'm like, oh, yeah, hell yeah, like that's awesome. Yeah. Um, I, I fucking laugh so hard. So the cops find the body at the beginning of this, at the end of this episode, because of course they did. Right. Because you just left them in a parking lot. Like right. you, it's just there. Uh, I'm surprised it took them this long to find the body. Uh, and then he plays. He gets the call that like from the guy tells him like, oh, you know, they found them. But don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. It's nothing to connect us to him. Then he plays that su- that tape of the girl singer mm-hmm. that that he that has yeah. the voice of a gazelle and fucks like a dolphin. And I kind of liked it. It was. It's, I, I know it's supposed to be per, like bad, but I promise you, if you put instead of the guitar, if she was playing a ukulele, it would crush all over Brooklyn. It would be like the biggest so- singer songwriter thing on the fucking planet. Because I remember listening to it, being like, "Oh, I don't, I don't care for this." No, but if you give her, a ukulele, but you're right. If it was, yeah, it would be some cute little fucking girl. Because it's on a that like airy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, um, that's cool. This episode was what it was. This, there was more in it for me to enjoy than the previous episodes. Well, that's not true. I would have if they could somehow mash three and two, so I get crazy drunk Richie Finestra full of cocaine, and mm-hmm. then the shit in this episode that I actually thought was pretty good. Yeah, that's kind of what I want this show yeah, to be. And they're, they're just not going to do it. They're just not going to do that for you. They're not going to do that for you. They're not going to do that for me. They're not going to do that for themselves. They're clearly not. And as I, as evidenced by the fact that the next episode opens with like marriage counseling and I don't give a fuck about your stupid marriage I will say him beating the couch with the tennis racket for like five minutes was that was funny. funny and it was really funny how she was like I'm not gonna I'm do not that, that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah no I'm not that stupid mm-hmm. I want to talk about marriage um, I do like the, there was one line she had in there that I enjoyed where she's like I don't want him to feel better I want him to feel worse yeah I like that a lot I yeah. was like that's that feels real genuine yeah uh-huh it's funny though because in their relationship like if we t- if we took this show and it was just about their relationship which right. would be a good show like that would be a good show just like just the nasty bits but like if right, you took right, all right. of Those these elements. pieces yeah, yeah. and made it a fucking show you they could have made millions of series off of this but um if we were just focused on that then like that to me, I was like, okay, so which one's the bad guy? Right. You know, because like they're both shitty people. Right. Who am I rooting for? Yeah, I'm not rooting for either of them as a problem. And not in the way that they're like anti heroes. I'm legitimately bored by both yeah, of them. Yeah. If she would, if she would like kill a kid, I'd be like, all right, I, I can at least get behind sure. you as a character because you're interesting. Sure. For this, like, kind of troubled, but not really. 
I guess she, her marriage isn't great, but let's not pretend like this was like new. Like he's all, like, I guess he was sober for a while or whatever, but we know he's had a fucking problem. Um, I did very, at one point she's like looking through those pictures that she took of like the trashed house that he trashed, whatever. Yeah. And, then, and then one of the pictures is just a picture of him in the sun. And I really thought it was that comic ant for one second. <laughs> Cause he really, if you look at him, he yeah, looks like good looking ants. Yeah, he does. Um, Oh, and his little eyes are like down. Yeah, so yeah. Oh. Uh, there's there's more going on with Ray Romano and those other guys in this episode, oh. and I enjoy all of that very much. Well, because this is the funeral episode. We're moving to four. Right? Yeah, 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 so yeah. This is the this funeral is... episode. Oh, I also real quick, and I know it comes later no, in it's the fine. episode, but how jump she, around if you how want. she's like how she's like. I don't want to hit this sofa. That's stupid. And then she puts a hole through her fucking window. Yeah, yeah. She smashes the shit out of the kitchen. Yeah, while she's cleaning dishes. Like, how woman... Like, I I don't know if that's that's progress or the opposite of progress, because I don't know what the fuck I am at 2016 as a feminist, but that did not (laughs) seem right, period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She has to take out her anger at the sink. It doesn't seem a bit much. Oh, man. Break a window. Um, but uh, yeah, this, the funeral shit was it. So what I found interesting is that the funeral opens the same way that we were both like, what the fuck was that scene with that woman with the tram, uh, the tambourine? Right, right, right. Because it opens with like a guy that's just singing like this soulful, like yeah, yeah. him, I, I would assume. Sure. Uh, yeah, not familiar with Christianity. Yeah, no, no, um, music. yeah. But I was like, oh, what is this? Cause, and again, I have already seen this fucking show. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what is this? And I was like, oh, okay. But this one at least made sense. Sure. It fit at least into, like, thematically what was happening. Yeah, because we, like, pan over and now we're at a funeral. That, right. Thank you. But, like, the woman in the office, I'm still like, ah, I don't know. Maybe yeah. she'll come back later. There was another terrible sense. one where, like, he... So, later on in the episode, the cops come to him and tell him that... Uh, his phone was the last number called yep. from Andrew Dice Clay's house, so they're like making links to him in this murder. And uh, he leaves like in a huff, and he like, goes through this like revolving glass door. Is that the same? I might be mixing up two scenes. Either way, there's a- no. I- I'm wrong. That's the wrong scene. It's the scene where the water fucking sprays. Yeah, on that's him. the manic fuck. scene where there's like ten things. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And he streams fuck, and then it cuts over to a fake Janis Joplin singing behind some glass. That doesn't fit into anything that's happening right now. And then it's gone back to the show in two seconds. And I'm like, what? 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 It is know. so jarringly off-putting they to me. They could have just had that Janis Joplin going for 30 minutes and I would have liked That'd it. That'd be fine. It. Yeah, I'm I would just watch that. that. Um, so yeah, there's more going on with Ray Romano and those other guys. They have more work to do in this episode, which I enjoyed. Um, oh, there's Ray Romano is so good in this. He's really good, like per, actor wise. He's really yeah, fucking good in this. Like show. the whole like them in the back of the car scenes were so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, how like yeah. people would be like, "Hey, are you Richie Finestra?" And he's like, "No, nah, I couldn't make it." And yeah, just yeah. like, yeah, yeah, because yeah. he's hitting a couch somewhere. Like, and he just oh has great God. like he just ends scenes really well, and it just feels like he's making those decisions himself. We're like, yeah. there's a moment where they're in the diner and they're having an argument conversation, and then at the end, he just goes like, "This is bloody. I can't eat this. Medium well." And then like they just that's the end of it or whatever. It's like just those little moments that make it seem very real. I, yeah. I really enjoy his work with that. Um, I like that that the guy has to the storyline of the guy trying to hide all the Donny Osmond records is fun. Um, that's I, so weird and so funny. I don't know. Like I I don't really understand the scam. Like, there's some sort of thing going on where they've hidden all these records where, like, like 
they're trying. They're making. They basically sell records without selling records. Essentially, right. what's happening? I and believe. It's Donnie so, fucking Osmond. So then it's just cases and cases of Donnie Osmond records in his apartment. But I did enjoy when he goes to the factory. The one thing I fucking did not enjoy, and it's the, I do not need to see the close up of how a record is pressed. I don't no. care. It's not that's what the interesting. Whole, that's what the whole opening sequence to every fucking show is. <laughs> Stop it. You you think you're being interest visually interesting, and it's not. It's just plastic. It's like, it's like I would much rather watch a Game of Thrones show where they're stamping their fucking sigil into wax. It's the yeah. same thing. <laughs> um. But I like when he goes to the factory to figure, like, to, I guess, tell him not to make... He ordered a bunch of these records, like, Donny Osmond records, and he has to tell him not to make them, but the guy's yeah. already made them, because he, he I, he's like, sober. I got sober. Turns out I can do a lot of work in a day. Yeah. I was like, I just really... That guy, whatever, that character was, like, real kind of, like, a little too broad, but it worked for me, because yeah. he was very much just like, I, I was in the hospital three days. I'm better now. Thank you very much for asking. Like, he's just, yeah, like, yeah, real yeah. catty and shitty. He's, yeah, he's, I like him a lot. Um, I, I also, can't imagine the we're guy, see him again. Yeah, I, I'm sure we won't. Um, I don't remember. That's how much this show sucks. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the uh, the guy that went in there, I just keep calling him Whitey Bulger, even though he doesn't even look like Whitey <laughs> at Bulger. All, at all. Like, not at all, but he's the one that's like, you did what with those records? I'm yeah, like, yeah, ooh, yeah. ooh, you're the mob guy yeah yeah you're yeah. now whitey also he looks like a guy that goes by whitey sure for sure he's like the ginger <laughs> add-on to the group uh there are a lot of really terrible like this is the episode we brought him up previously but the the act hannibal who is like like some funk soul guy uh clearly i always i picture him as like part bootsy collins part yeah fucking sly but um Sly for sure. Sly We're for both sure. on the same page with Sly for yeah, sure. Yeah. So uh I he, he is such I don't understand like I don't know that much why I care. It's just I feel like he's only there to again show that Richie Finesta is really kinda cool with the blacks. You know what I mean? Like initially he was like we had that thing with him and the blues guy where he's like, I know all the blues music or whatever. And then this he's like Got the lingo, and he's like, "I want you to hear this horn, brother." Whatever, like it's so fucking. It was uncomfortable. Sh- really uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable, and the whole office, all the whole office of white people, right? We're like, like at one point, uh, one of the women who I don't even fucking know walks up, and then the girl that's with him, I forget her name, Star, or something. Star, or yeah, something. Yeah. yeah, she's like, "Oh, that's my favorite white girl." And I'm yeah, like, <laughs> why? I like, don't... why are we doing this? Like, yeah, this yeah, is yeah, weird. Yeah. We were being pretty progressive in the beginning, but this is all very strange. And then they go. There's a point where like. They first show him, he's like, we got you all that barbecue you love, brisket, sausage, ribs. And he hits ribs real hard, which is annoying. And the guy's like, I'm a vegetarian now. And they're like, get this out of here. There's a line that I very much like, though, which is just goofy and dumb. But uh, Richie Vanessa's telling him, like, hey, we're going to go out afterwards. Book a table for everybody. Uh, We'll have a vegetarian uh, uh, delight, whatever you want, rice. All kinds of stuff. That's That's good. The only thing he can think of is rice. He couldn't even think of vegetables. Yeah, just rice. I fucking I laughed really hard. That was funny. I remember. I remember thinking the same thing. I was like, I mean, broccoli. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, just say the words vegetables. It's in vegetarian. Yeah. Uh, No, I just that made me laugh really hard. That whole kind of sequence, though, where like 
everything's kind of frantic. Like you said, like there's 10 things going. The, the nasty bits are there to get signed. The other thing, like the fucking Robert Coulet shows up all mad about his Christmas album or whatever. Yeah, because um, he wants to sing a sad song about the day after Christmas. I got to tell you, I kind of like that song. It, it, was, it wasn't bad. It's not bad. And it's actually kind of an interesting premise. Yeah. Of the first song. Like, there that, is no Christmas me, song about like the depression that comes after the holidays. Yeah, and that to me was the most creative thing about this entire show. Was yeah. that they wrote that song. Yeah, like, yeah, they clearly yeah. wrote that song for him. For sure. And I was like, this is really touching and, and like original. This yeah, is yeah, the yeah. most original thing in this show. <laughs> uh but that whole sequence is pretty good. Uh, I like that. I like how they what they've done with the and like, little Jimmy Jim, lady, little Johnny Johnis, Johnson or whatever the fuck his name is. The black guy got his throat fucked up. Yeah, uh, where he comes back and he's like, throaty. "Fuck you!" So we'll call him Throaty. <laughs> I'm gonna come up with new names. For Curly you, Throaty, animal fucker. So Throaty <laughs> shows up. And uh, he's pissed, and he's like, "It's my fault for listening to that shit." But like, you should have whatever. Here's yeah. what I think. And he sets the fucking masters on fire, yeah. which is like, "Hey, calm down. You could probably make some money on that. Don't be a dick." But yeah, uh, but I like that moment, like that interaction of him, like, "Fuck you, Richie." Yeah, You're trying to apologize, and I don't fucking. I'm not apology not accepted. And I like that Richie's kind of in that moment. I did enjoy that Richie was like. Yeah, I tried to apologize. You don't like it? Go fuck yourself. I was like, all right, this is a perfect... Like, they're not going to mend fences. Yeah. Uh, I kind of enjoyed that. I liked that a lot. I liked and that then, a lot. And then the twist of having him become the manager of the nasty bits... The two most was, pissed off people in that manic scene yeah, yeah, yeah. come together, and I'm like... I really... Yeah. I thought that was... A re- I did not see it coming. I thought it was really interesting. Yeah. How... My, I guess he saw them in the office. That makes sense. Because what, cause what happens is you see him like walking down the street, and then he just like kind of focuses in on the band sitting because they're outside because they're waiting to go see him. Yeah. And got them for lunch or whatever. And they're just like, he just kind of focuses on them for a second. And then uh, the next thing is him like talking to them at the counter and like explaining royalties and so on and so forth. And I couldn't quite figure out why, how he knew they were a band. But then yeah. I just realized he probably saw that. He must have seen them in the office upstairs when he had stormed in to. I don't think they showed oh, yeah, that, that but sense. it's the only thing that makes sense. But that's one of those things where I'm like, that's one of the things you should have shown, not one of the billion other things. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. A hundred percent. But I did like that. I, I enjoyed oh, that. Yeah, that I love that whole twist. sequence very much. And also that like that sort of monologue of his, where he's just like going off on the music industry yeah. and all the terms. It's it's really well delivered. Uh-huh. And the scene I actually did also very much like because it was just fucking weird when the detectives come to talk to Richie about the murder, they are fucking weird. Yeah. Those cops are weird. That one guy keeps like only caring about Robert Goulet and then just like bringing up Robert Goulet songs yeah. the whole time, but you're talking about a murder? It was very, I mean, it was, it, I... It made me like those cops, which makes me feel sure. weird because I never want to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No one wants to like cops. No, and I'm like, oh, but that one's doofy. <laughs> like, yeah, it was, because they're in there, it was that... Because what was it? It was all at once. It was uh, Hannibal, but he pawned Hannibal off on his on, hot... Right. On CC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then CC's the only name I remember. That's where we're at. He pulled that off. Um, uh, Hannibal and CC are the only people I care about. That's, <laughs> that's where we're at. Um, he pawns him, and then uh, and then uh, Throaty burns that shit, sets it on fire, and he's right. screaming at everybody, and then the water comes down, and he's mm. mad. And then the nasty bits are like, this is how he treats his artists. We're out, and it's yeah, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, somebody controls 
something. Thing, like somebody sure. just touch a wall so you know you're real. Like <laughs> this is so wild. And then the cops come in and he's like, well, fuck. And then he's in there with the cops while Hannibal's show starts. I like that fucking scene. Well, uh, backstage, the the roasty guy, Ken Marino's character, yeah. is just like, man, no, I just love your music. Like he kind of plays slimy really well. He play. He's. I think he of all the. I think the goal of this show is to show how slimy the industry was, sure. and he is the only one who's pulling it off. Fair enough, because you know it's actually very fair. Because a lot, yes, there's a bit of like the payola and like paying for radio play and the hiding the records. But who gives a fuck, right? That's yeah. not that's not like the kind of slimy that's interesting or the kind of like corruption that's interesting. No, no, no. It's the personal level it's, that's interesting. And he, you're right, he's good at showing. Like, yeah, he's like, it's like perching the fucking artist, like going sure. in and being like, oh, this guy's a piece of shit. Well, I'm not. What's up? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oof, oof. Though uh, is... so the, the other thing is the the. So his old boss, the guy on the original record label, and the mob guy show up to talk. It might that might have been in the last episode, but it doesn't matter. Uh, shows up to talk to him because the cops had come to him about the pre the other murder, not yep. the Ice Clay murder. And uh, I like one. I like the guy who plays his boss because he's like classic fucking, just like rip off artist music business guy where he's just like you get a bunch of black guys you make them sing some songs you take all their money that's how you do business yeah uh but i like that but i I don't really understand why they're bringing the mob guy back because like who cares unless he gets interaction with the black guy again at some point that's the thing is like we only see mob interaction when they're going to go like take care of somebody like where's their interaction how do you know these people like where are they coming from right it's so fucking weird it's the fact that like i get it's just like in the flashback they kind of show like, oh, he gave him money to start the record label yeah. or whatever. But now it's like it's been twenty fucking years. There's been no like connection since. It just seems so out of nowhere. But then also, you can only that guy so goes, much- hey, if you need a bridge loan, uh, always looking to help a friend. And then I go give Richie credit of like not getting involved because yeah. like you don't take a loan from the fucking mob, business. right? Yeah. Also, like, how much money are they making off of Dean Martin albums? You know what I mean, like. Like, how are you still around? What are you doing? Like, no one cares about you. The mob thing is so boring. It's just Martin Scorsese trying to jerk off what's ever left of his dust cum. Like, that's all that is. That's 100% what that is for sure. Uh, I I want to change my Twitter handle to to dust dust cum. cum. (laughs) Done and done. Um, The, I I really like the Robert Goulet Christmas song. I'm just looking at my notes. I really like the Robert Goulet Christmas song. And I like the montage it was set to. Like, they did that well, I thought. Yeah. It's funny, because we're kind of complimenting the show more than it deserves. Yeah, mm -hmm, 100%. Um, uh, And then, she, when he calls her, the last thing is he calls her to, um, he calls her to say, like, hey, I'm staying in the city tonight or whatever. And she goes, I hired a lawyer. And she's like, yeah, I got to go by. That's exactly how I feel about their entire storyline. Oh, I yeah. don't care. Shut up. Well, Yeah, we haven't even really gotten into her shit. <laughs> yeah, we haven't gotten into her shit. Uh, uh, I think mostly because I'm bored by it. But there is yeah. some stuff in this episode particularly that I enjoy yeah. with her. So, so her whole storyline is just, like, she's uh, trying to make a uppity dance company happen in connecticut with people who are 
awful. Yeah, Those yeah, yeah. Those people yeah. are fucking awful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then there's one of them that's like, oh, I'm sorry, I like you, and then runs off to do a third thing that we right. never see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twice. And then... Uh, that does happen twice. Yeah. She's that like, exact scene happens gonna twice. We're going to need another table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. she's like, well, they're rude. I don't know. I'm going to look at the flowers. Like, right. fuck her. Um, so, yeah, she's trying to make this dance company happen. And then she's like, Richie, what, the, what about the money? And he's like, uh, what about a band? Yeah, she's yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck you and your bands. Um, uh. So then she... Yeah, and then she like tries. So she sell, she has this Warhol painting yeah. that's like of her face that he that Warhol had made, and she goes to the city to get it signed by him so that he she can sell it to have the money for this fundraiser thing. I enjoyed that scene more than I thought I would. She pulled it off more than I expect, like better. Like they, so, the whole sequence is like she's like sitting in a chair. He's got this new like video camera that he's filming her with. Yeah, and he's like asking her. You know why do you want to sign? And she's kind of telling him, well, you know, I because then people will know you. It was you, and she's he's like, well, you know, it was me, whatever. And basically, he just kind of gets her to confess that she needs to sell it because she needs the money. Yeah, and like the whole time it's pushing in slowly and slowly pushing in. We we had seen a two shot of like what he was seeing in the monitor, and then her also sitting there, and we kind of eventually just sort of slide into just being in the monitor, real close up, and her like kind of breaking down. It was well done. It was yeah. definitely well done. That was one of my favorite scenes so far. For sure. Um, also, whoever's playing Andy Warhol is not annoying me as much as I want. Yeah. I, he's also like, it's fine. What it, what's good about it is that he's not go, like, you could easily take that character and be like, ah, crazy with yeah. it. And he's he's kind of not. It's a little more subdued than yeah. you would think. Um, the part of her story that I like, so yeah, so she eventually she sells the painting. Or she brings the painting, they're going to auction it off, and it's going to raise the money for whatever. But she goes to a lawyer about oh, divorcing yeah, yeah. Richie, and I like that lawyer that a lawyer fucking lot. That lawyer rules, man. It was man. great. The way they played that of, like, she she basically tells her, like, what, like she's asking these questions, and 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 uh, uh, the wife is kind of like hemming and hawing and stuff, like, oh, he wasn't abusive, we had an accident, don't write that she was abusive, I don't want full custody because he's a good dad. And the lawyer's like, I thought your husband, I thought your son found your husband drunk after he trashed the living room or whatever. And yeah. she's like, no, he's a good dad. And eventually she just like, just flat out, it's like, you're not going to divorce your husband. You are wasting my time. I'm charging yep. you $150 for this hour. Fill out this questionnaire if you come back. She literally, she says something to her along the lines of like, you only had this meeting so you can throw it in his face in your next argument. I've been here a thousand times. And then 20 minutes later in the fucking episode. That's exactly what she and does. And it's so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, my fa- that's so good. For sure. I didn't even catch, I mean, obviously I didn't catch that the first time because I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> um, but watching the second time, I was like, ooh, ooh, fuck, like that, uh, that therapist or that divorce lawyer, like she fucking read her. Immediately and gave her no, like, as soon as she read her, she's like, oh, this is bullshit. All right, we're done. Uh, can you get the thing in here? Like, she just, there was no yeah, fucking and around. Yeah, she was like, I thought this was going to be free. I yeah, thought the yeah, first, yeah. And she was like, no, free. you just wasted an hour of my time. Right. Go fuck yourself and pay me. And yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Do you have your checkbook? The name is this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I really enjoyed that sequence. But again, I think the reason we forgot to even talk about her storyline is I don't really care about her storyline. It's, it's, it's so kind boring. of boring. It's very boring. And, and it's boring in the way that, like, a relationship shit can be interesting. This just it, like there's nothing. All right, your husband started drinking again. I guess is kind of a, a problem for sure if he's an alcoholic, but or a drug addict. But also like you bring nothing to this table yeah. as a character or as a wife. What are you? Yeah, 
I, I guess you're pretty. She's definitely pretty, but it she seems like her whole pretty. character was she was pretty. She like got painted by fucking Andy Warhol or whatever. Like she was a yeah. I don't even know if she was a model, but she was just kind of like pretty. And now you're pretty. She was like a scene girl. She yeah, was yeah, like yeah. A, hanging out on the east side of whatever city, city. you're in. <laughs> Doesn't matter what city you're in. Right, it's always east. Uh, it's always east side. But she's like hanging out over there being like, oh, I'm listening to the fucking cool music and dancing at this wild party at a bar or whatever. Like, right, right, right. She was that girl. She was the fucking, she was the 70s version of the hipster pixie dream girl right. bullshit. Right. But now that she's like, but now those she's days are done and she's a kid. Married, she's got kids. She's just got she's no- like, can you sign this? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I just want to remember the good times. Um, also, like, what the fuck is wrong with you that you're willing to sell that? The thing that you, you she says, she's like, I love this. The most, most. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's amazing. You're willing to sell that for this fucking dance company that's run by like some kind of weird human Dude. golem? Like, <laughs> what the fuck, woman? And I, I mean, I guess, like, they could have played it for a way of like she's going to show independence and separate herself from needing to rely on him but it does it comes across it read that way no no, it comes across childish it comes across like i'll show him as opposed to being like i don't need him yeah and that to me is like it's like not great and it sucks because like there's clear there are women in the show that that are that have that like i don't need him Yeah, yeah vibe to them and they they either don't give that to her or she can't portray it Right. But no, they just don't. Way, I, honestly, I don't think they give it to her. Yeah. I don't think there's like she's in a very codependent relationship with this guy that she cannot get away from. Yeah, uh, because she loves him too much or uh, whatever. And whenever she like, it's heartbreaking to watch her ask for Andy Warhol to sign this thing, and mm. then he does, and she shows it to him, and they're like, "That's great. Can you get us ten thousand more?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty rough. Oh, um, I actually. I, <sighs> It's I feel like in retrospect, I am liking the show more than I am while I'm actually watching it. Like discussing oh, yeah. it is more enjoyable than actually watching it. Um, watching it is painful. If there was then, some, yeah, if there was some way to like edit, you know how they like they made that uh, Phantom Menace, but they cut Jar Jar Binks out of it. If there was a way we could do this show and just cut Richie Finestra out of all the storylines, yeah, I'd be like, all right, this show's. Or good. if we could just put all the story like at the end of it. And you take everyone's storyline right. and you put it together yeah. as their own story. Right. I think that's the thing is like they're trying to have a character driven show, but the main character is always 1973 New York. Yeah, yeah, And it's yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah, the yeah, main yeah. characters need to be the characters because yeah. right. like, otherwise, why the fuck are we watching this? For sure. For sure. No, because just, the rest of the shit that they're not pulling off. Like, you yeah. could make a very interesting thing about music and have it be focused on the music. Yeah. If you did that well, I would watch it. They are not doing that well. No. And they, I think, like, their idea is, like, the mob mentality of, of, uh, of the record industry whenever it first came out. But it's like, even that's not being done well. Right. Like, everyone's crying a lot. <laughs> Anything you want to plug coming up? Anything you want to... Um... No, I'm good right now. Word. I'm all good. Just follow me on Twitter. I don't know. I'm What's doing it? a lot. Okay. So it's just hard, but it's just all around Austin. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But people listen to this in Austin. Yeah. Um, I, uh, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Lisa C. Friedrich. Do that for sure. Um, let's see. When is this one coming out? Uh, th- Thursday. Thursday? I am in, I'm on my way to Sturgis. <laughs> Are you doing air sex again? Yep. Oh, boy. Doing air sex with a bunch of bikers is uh, terrifying. I can only assume there's, <laughs> there's something beautiful about it. <laughs> uh, I am. Uh, you can. I, 
you'll probably have already, like, well, I don't know if you've already seen it, but if not, Jeff Ross Roast Battle on Comedy Central, you can see me there online now. It aired the other day. Uh, I'll be in Winnipeg for the Odd Block Comedy Festival August 26th, I believe, is the first day of that. I'm in San Antonio at Blind Tiger sometime in the beginning of September. I don't remember when. Uh, but I will follow up with this on another episode to plug that. Um, I found my things. Okay. Uh, on the 19th, I'm doing semi-term kind of show. It's a storytelling show where I bring comics on to talk about their, like, bring a mixtape, basically, of two songs uh, and talk about their shitty childhood. And then I'm doing Naughty Bits uh, that same night. Uh, and then uh, what's the next one that I was excited about? Um, oh, I'm doing Date or Die. That's Karina's, Karina's new show. Karina's new show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's yeah, on yeah. Friday the 26th. I'm real pumped about that. Uh, and then I'm going to be doing... Um, what's the one Mac Blake just brought down here? What Banter. Oh, Banter. I don't know that show. Yeah, Banter. is a show that uh, it started out in New York with uh, Scotland Green and, and some people. And yeah. uh, Mac Blake's going to be hosting it down here with him in a... Awesome. Yeah, so that's pumped. So yeah. do all of those things if you're in Austin. Uh, if you like the podcast, rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. It helps us a lot. Uh, keep listening. We will be... I don't know what show we're doing for sure next, but I know we're going to have a, uh, one of our pilot episodes in between. And, oh boy, do we have some doozies for you. Uh, I'll talk about them more next week, but one of them involves uh, Sammy Davis Jr. as a devil, so it's pretty good. What? Uh, <laughs> thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. <laughs>